Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You worked all week. Work, 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 work. You didn't have time to look at your fantasy lineups. Son of a But don't be afraid. That's why we give you Weekend Fantasy Update. Woohoo! Welcome to Weekend Fantasy Update. Working 9 to 5 or something like that. I'm George Kurtz, joined as always by Cam Stewart. And Cam and I are here each Saturday and Sunday from 11 to 2 for Weekend Fantasy Update. Cameron, how you doing today? I'm doing pretty good, George. How are you doing, buddy? I know you're, you must be thrilled. Uh, best time of the year. Baseball's back for you. And I tell you, I wake up on Saturday morning. It's great. We got to go. We get to go through a baseball card to give a little DFS, some betting. I went 3-0 and in baseball last night on uh, Red Heat and Rage, which was great. The Blue Jays, Cardinals. I'd like to thank Paul Goldschmidt for his three home runs. That was great. Even Javi. Javi getting it done for the Angels. Good start to the year. And I'm watching golf right now. We got Tiger Woods versus Rory. Uh, people are talking right now and tiger woods the old man taking the young man uh, to the woodshed early it's he's two up uh, but george should be a really good afternoon because uh, i remember before we were just doing a lot of like you know news and looking forward to the nfl draft at least we have a sports calendar uh, that's pretty filled this weekend and the ncaa elite eight goes tonight lots of sports today yeah, I mean, you mentioned it. Baseball, you got opening day. Full slate of games today in uh, Major League Baseball. Hockey is 12 games on the slate today. Only a week left in, ho- in the regular season in hockey. Next Saturday is the last uh, day of the regular season. Yep. NBA is winding down as well. You mentioned the NCAA tournament is uh, well, it's not nearing a conclusion, but it's getting there. It's getting there. And then the uh, NFL draft, less than a month away now. And, uh, you know, all the lies we're hearing from there as well. So uh, it's, an, it's an exciting <laughs> time of year. That's yeah. all lies. Like I said, they're all they're all lying. Cardinals, uh, the Arizona Cardinals, they hosted uh, a dinner for uh, yeah, Bosa. Joey Bosa. Yeah, nice dinner. Yeah. Is Nick, that like Nick, the Giants dinner with Haskins and stuff? Right. You're it's right. All, all smoke screens and lies. It's, it's all the BS, this is. The BS Express. I don't. You're right, George. I don't believe like all these stories. The best thing about it is if you believe them, you're the turkey because it's just a matter of it's it's kind of like fronting a stock, right? Like one of my favorite shows, other than uh, watching all sports and murder mysteries, I really got into American greed and you learn a lot of the things how you just manipulate media and all these other things and just lie and bullshit your way to people believing something when something tanks that's how people get rich then they buy low sell high it's a it's all a shell game George I don't believe anything that's happening right now with any of these teams and uh, they, they'll, they'll, they'll basically do, they'll sell their mother down the river to, to get a, be, a better NFL draft we know a lot of people's futures are riding on it Absolutely. You think about baseball, the Yankees wind and dine Machado, and they never talk to him again. Excellent point. <laughs> All right, Excellent so point. Uh, the Cardinals are doing all, everything they can. Now, once again, I'll say the Arizona Cardinals don't want to get people confused. The St. Louis Cardinals, uh, the Arizona Cardinals are just trying to get as much as they can for that number one pick should they decide to deal it and stick with Rosen. All right, that's all this is. 
you know, oh yeah, we, we really like Bosa. You know, we really like Murray, but you know, we'll trade the pick if you give us your you want to you want to mortgage your future. <laughs> you know that that sort of deal here. You want to do a Kevin Costner and draft day and give us three number ones? Sure, we we can do this deal. So uh, it, it's a fun it's a fun time of year because, like I said, in my mind they're all lying. Yeah, I think yep. there's, a, there's a mixture of truth in everything. You know, what's the old saying about the devil? The best thing he ever did was uh, convince people he doesn't exist. Yes. You know, that, very, that sort very, of thing. Yes. Well, well said, George. Biblical references on top of the DFS. Very true, though. That's the thing. Yeah, the devil, he was a shifty guy. That's that's the thing. These NFL guys, basically, and the, the thing is, these guys aren't born yesterday. This is their job. This is their position. Anytime, like, we've seen this guy selling watches on the side of the street before. Like, we, we, we've seen the shell game and, and all, every trick in the book, but Hey, if you fall for it, you fall for it. But there's going to be a lot of people trying to be shysters and, you know, robbing a team. You wouldn't be doing your job if you weren't trying. Exactly. I mean, that is their job. So it's hard to get on them for that. But it, you would think at this point, yeah, everybody knows that you're lying. It's sort of like a baseball auction. When everybody knows the player you're throwing out, you don't want. You know, so you got to mix it up a little bit. Maybe uh, throw out a player you do want every now and then. That's the way I equate it to every now and tell the truth a little bit. Keep people off balance here. But uh, for me, uh, you, know, you see all these press conferences. Oh, yeah, we really like this. What are they going to say? I hate this guy. They're never going to say that. Oh, we're never going to draft him. Of course they're not going to say that because they want people to think they are going to draft him so if teams will trade up for him and uh, you know make that good offer for him, whatever it is. And like I said, it's uh, it's funny to me. I, I just find it amusing here. It is and amazing. we will talk, we'll talk more NFL later in the, in the show here. Yeah, we'll talk. Well, there's a lot of things to get to. We can get to, like, yeah, we off the top. George, I know you're a baseball guy. Goldie going bananas last night with three home runs. It helped my bet. The Angels got injury problems with Justin Upton. Harvey pitched a, 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 a a solid debut for the Angel. I actually bet on him because I like the park in Oakland. I thought he could do well there. Uh, we talk about the uh, Kniebel and the Tommy John. There's so much things going on. Tiger Woods just hit a putt. He's two up on Rory. Man, uh, this is what I'm, I'm actually excited for for today, George, because it's so nice to actually we can go in so many different directions. Get the DFS, the betting, everything. It's a it's a smorgasbord, a buffet of sports today. The a buffet. buffet of sports. I yes. like that. A buffet of sports. <laughs> <laughs> and I listen, I'll be watching sports most of the day, although I do have to go out the yard and bag some leaves, and I'm planning yeah. on doing I that got dinner with the, I got dinner with the family. I'm doing my birthday dinner now because I'm heading to Vegas next weekend, right? So uh, the family's taking me out uh, tonight after after the show, George. I'm I'm very excited get to get my feed bag on. Yeah, my Very mom better nice. my, my mom better bring her uh, her, her credit card because uh, I've been eating, <laughs> eating a lot of ramen noodles and soup. I I, I think I'm gonna get get my uh, get my, get my hunger on tonight. Like a nice something, George. We talk about a big thick steak with a bone in it is a good start to the evening. I had a little, little hibachi last <laughs> night, uh, so I got my my steak and chicken there, and then I nice. just finished it up this morning before the show. Beautiful. And then my, my wife and I are going to uh, fry up some cutlets uh, later. Yeah. For, uh, hey, love cutlets. Yeah, no, no problem there. Uh, we're going to do that later. Hopefully uh, after the Yankee game, before the Islander game. That's the plan there, but I'm not so sure. I'll get everything done in time. But uh, I said today is going to be a big sports day. And you mentioned actually everything you talked about. I have written on the list here to, 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 to talk about. Let's talk about the, bro, the Brewers' closing situation first. All right, Corey Kniebel is elected to go and undergo Tommy John surgery, so he's done. Now, his 2019 season is over, which really killed me because I think I drafted him in uh, a few leagues, to put it nicely. So uh, already behind the eight ball, they do not, did not have a hater as somebody I could grab for him. As hater was drafted himself in most leagues. Because once again, even if he wasn't closing, he was a very valuable reliever. Now he's closing. But I don't think this is going to last because the Brewers don't want him as the closer. 
they prefer him to be uh, that guy and get multiple outs and by mo- multiple innings. Maybe pitch uh, an inning a third, inning in two thirds, be a bigger bridge to the closer. So, Cam, we've, we've talked about this before, and we'll talk about it again. Jeffers is out as well. Is it just a matter of time now until the Brewers sign Craig Kimbrell? Yeah, I, I, I think they have to. The problem is, though, Georgia, as you know, um, the stakes have changed. Before, there was a couple teams interested. Kimbrell thinking about going back to maybe the old team, the Braves. But now you know a desperate team. And uh, Kimbrell sitting there finally, finally in the catbird seat going, wow, this was a guy that wasn't sure he was going to be playing. Now he's going to be getting paid because the Brewers need to, they need to address the situation. You said it. No Jeffress. Uh, Bobby Wall, he, this guy is out. I'm looking kind of at the rest of the relievers. No, there's not nobody really there that you could throw in there. You said it. Haters closer now but they want him to be a setup guy he's such a valuable asset Uh, I'm thinking Milwaukee you are a good team it's a murderer's row in that division very good teams that beat up each other you have to go out and get Kimbrel you do you 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 need to do something they're not deep enough right now with the injuries that they have and uh Kimbrel's going to be making some money. Uh, George, it looks like he's going to be hitting the bank with a smile on his face. He doesn't need to put the balaclava on. He could just walk into Milwaukee and say, what are you going to do for me? How much are you going to pay me? Because they, they need to do. Is there anybody, George, you, you know the depth charts really well. Is there anybody out of the, the relievers that they can throw in there? I, I'm, not sure there I'm not sure there is. So I think Kimbrel, they need, they need the depth position anyway. If anybody, who's to say somebody else won't get hurt? They're already thin as it is. They need somebody. They do. And I think a lot of this comes down to uh, how much do you believe in Kimbrell? Uh, and I don't mean him. I mean, how much the Brewers believe in yeah. Kimbrell or another team for that matter? He didn't look good at the end of last year. Didn't look good. He couldn't find the plate. He had trouble with the strike zone there. Remember, had to be replaced in the World Series by Chris Sale for Boston to get that W there. So I think that's a lot of it. You mentioned Kimbrell will be happy. No, he won't. Because no matter what Milwaukee signs him for, it's not going to be any, anything anywhere near what he came into this offseason hoping to get. Even that was fool's gold. Yeah, he, he wanted over $100 million. That was never going to happen. But he's, he's not going to get $60 million. So uh, he's going to have a problem there. But my next question for you is, all right, well, odds are by tomorrow night, most leagues are going to run their fab Sunday nights. I understand some don't, but most, the majority of leagues do. We're probably not going to have a conclusion to this. I don't think uh, Kimball's going to sign today and tomorrow. Maybe he does, but I don't think he does. So you're in a league. You need a closer. Kimbrel's available. He doesn't hasn't signed yet. How much? How what percentage of your fab are you willing to spend tomorrow? I'm not in. I'm I'm not in a, a fab league, George. Like you guys are. We just uh, we we do the we do more the the waiver wire and stuff. It's more of a a friends kind of low low grade. Let's just say a non professional league, more with like buddies that I've known for a long time. But I would actually. When you're throwing that question out at me, I think I would give a lot because I could tell you one thing: this guy will be, he will be the, he will be pitching, he will be the closer somewhere, and you need, you need to put him on a, on a team. It's gonna, he's gonna be there. And you look, there's gonna be injuries throughout the season. I just think it's a guy, especially if you have a closer issue now, this early into the season. I don't know, George. What percentage would what percentage would you do? But I'm I'm thinking you got to throw something out there if you already have a closer issue. And you know, baseball is a long season. Guys are going to get hurt. You need depth, and he's got a guy at least you can count on. He's I know I know last season wasn't great. He he he's obviously getting older. He's not going to be the Craig Kimbrell that he was, but he's still an effective closer. And I still think he's a guy that you know what I mean. If you got a problem, you need to put him on your roster pronto immediately. So I, I I don't know the percentages, but I think you you go you go in there and take. Let's just say I'm a gambler. You gamble on this one because you got to believe that he's going to be pitching somewhere pretty soon. This is happening. 
Well, there's no right answer for every league. There's not. You have to know your league. And this is what I always tell people. when Because this is one of the hardest questions I ever get asked, whether it be on Twitter or one of our what, uh, with Slack Bob? channels. With, with, with Bob, Bob, right. Yeah. What, what percentage should I it's, – it's an impossible question to answer because I don't know your league. I don't yeah. know how aggressive your league is. I don't know, does everybody need a closer in your league? Do two people need a closer in your league? Do people go bananas in your league? Do people pay attention in your league? You yeah. know, like some leagues, people don't pay attention. You have to know your league. I can tell you this. Greg Holland, in one of my leagues, Fab ran before the season starts, or ran Wednesday night or Thursday night, whatever it was. And Greg Holland, because he was named closer so late, was available. And he went for $30, so 30%. We all started at $100. He went for 30%. That's Think high. about that. That's really I high. thought that was high. I mean, I, I bid on him. I needed a closer, yeah, but yeah. I, I bid. I didn't even bid half that amount. You know, I, I thought mm-hmm. mainly because it's Greg Holland. I don't think he'll be a closer past Memorial Day. I, they, I agree you know, with you. You know what I like to say here. 30, uh, 30 current closes, half won't have a job by July no, 1st. You're right, though. And He'll I don't be trust, in that half. I don't, I don't trust Greg Holland to begin with. You know what I mean? That guy did it with smoke and mirrors. You saw when he was in there. Like He's a very – when you break down baseball, and George, you're one of the best. Like, you know the math. It comes down to luck. He is just one of those, like, very lucky uh, guys. I don't think he's very good anymore, and uh, I don't think he'll he'll have a job either. I think that's a very, very good assessment. I think he's he's a smoke and mirrors guy, and he won't have a gig very soon. He's, he's overrated, maybe not even rated anymore. Used to be a stud, but not anymore. Now he did have a, he did get the save last night, so we'll, we'll give Holland yeah, okay. his uh, his due sure. there. But he's he's not throwing the ball very hard, and I think it's just a matter of time. Uh, I think the uh, Diamondbacks are, are sort of telling you that they don't care. They know that Holland's not their best reliever, but they don't believe in putting the best reliever in the ninth inning. And I don't blame them for that, actually, because yeah. you can make an argument that the game is won in the seventh inning, and maybe that's when you want your best reliever out there. And I I would agree with that. I actually wholeheartedly agree with that. But uh, that being said. In fantasy, what we care about generally is saves. In some leagues, you care about holes. And I'm, I'm all for that as well. So I'm, I'm just giving you an example. In that league, he went for 30%. Kimbrell's a better bet. You know, he's going to be on a better Much team. Much better. Yeah. Right? If, he, if he goes to Milwaukee, Milwaukee's going to win 90 games somewhere around there. They're going to be in a lot of games. Granted, Kimbrell, even if he signs this weekend, he's probably not going to pitch till mid-April. So he's going to miss the first 10, 15 games of the season. But 30-plus saves could still be happening here. So I'd be willing to bet... I'd probably be willing to bet that same $30, but I'm just giving you an example. In your league, you may have to, if someone may go bananas and bid half, if they're desperate for saves, they may bid half. Now, you could also make an argument that if he doesn't sign today or tomorrow, he'll go cheaper this weekend than he will next weekend if he signs this week. So that's why uh, you may want to get on this this weekend. Even if he doesn't sign, I'd be on it. If Kimball's available in your league, I'm getting on it. I'm, I'm bidding on him because I'd rather bid on him before he signs than after he signs because the price is going up. You know, you might be able to get him for $22, 20%, 22% this weekend. Yeah. But next weekend, once he signs, it's 40%. Yeah, exactly. So you can save some money here. And, and by and, the way. And those leagues, George, you know, like uh, like that. that's the thing. Those like the hardcore leagues, every dollar too. Every dollar because you're going to be in a – you're going to be putting up bids all season long like that and – it sucks. Like, I remember in my auction league in football, even at the end, you know, just a couple dollars here and there can be the difference between getting that extra part that you need to uh, put you over the top. And it sucks when you overspend. You got you got to be frugal. Like me at the grocery store, every dollar matters. And, and by the way, if I even if I don't need a closer, I'm getting in on this. Even if trade, I'm, uh, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, it's just another it's just another piece of ammunition that you have, right? Like, he's your guy. Somebody's going to need him. Then you then you got the balls, right? You got you're you're holding the hand. It's like, oh, this guy in my league really needs a closer. He's a, he's more desperate than me. Well, I got a guy. What are you gonna give me? You know? 
I'm not I'm not going to spend 30% of my fab to hope I can trade somebody. That's generally, once again, another fool's errand. Uh, that doesn't always work. That's, that's the old people. I'm going to draft four quarterbacks and trade two of them. It doesn't work yeah. out that way. You, you don't get equal value there. But I do want to keep people honest. So what I mean by that is uh, if Kimball is out there, I'm, I'll bid on him. Probably not enough where I think I should win him, but enough where I want to make sure somebody else paid for him. So in other words, if you think Kimball's going to go for $20, $22, $24, but you don't really need a closer, I'll bid $12, $15 just to make sure someone had to put it in for him. And, hey, if I win him, I got him at a bargain. And there's, like Cam said, you still can try and move him eventually. You, you don't have to move him, but you probably have a dead spot on your roster here. So it's something I'm not against doing here. But be very careful in thinking, oh, yeah, I'll trade Kimball and I'll get something great in return. So many times that doesn't work out because no one wants to deal with it. No one wants to give up all that much to you because you have an extra close or the extra first baseman, whatever it might be in uh, in fantasy. All right, we're just getting started here on Weekend Fantasy Update. He's Cam. I'm George. We'll be back after this talking baseball, football, NCAA tournament, and everything else. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Weekend Fantasy Update, George and Cam, Cam and George, we're here 11 to 2, Saturday and Sunday, talking baseball, football, hockey, betting, betting, gambling, yep. Cam needs to win, needs to hire a maid, so uh, we got to <laughs> get our fix up right today. That's what things, that people don't understand, like, it's just like one of the things, like, winning money, like, yeah, there's little things like that, like. 100 bucks, 150 bucks, you know, clean cleaning lady. That's important. Like a big night last night, 3-0, George. we got to keep the keep the train rolling. It's uh, it's very, very important to have uh, the positive nights. And then you were even saying, you know, you're a good guy. You tell me, hey, you know, the wife, uh, she deserves a, a break too. You know, she's a great lady. And uh, you hire a cleaning lady and she'll love you even more for it, George. You know what I mean? It's just a extra, extra love for Colonel Kurtz. Uh, you know, it's just one of those things. Keep her happy. Let's keep on winning. And how, how's your DFS going uh, so far with baseball? You, you do any win a little money? Good start for the Yankees. Seven to two win. Voigt did pretty well. Uh, and Boston, it was nice to see them lose to Seattle as a big favorite. Uh, excellent uh, way to start the season for you, George, I'm thinking. Uh, it's, it's always fun with, uh, with baseball. Uh, There's just something romantic about baseball. You know, so when it starts, yeah, I think it's uh, – yeah, it's the only thing my father and I ever really agreed upon was their love of the Yankees, that the warm weather's coming. You know, today's a really uh, one of the better days we've had so far here in New York. It's about 60 degrees, sunny out. Nice. So uh, all good here. So, yeah, uh, and today's a big slate. You know, 1 o'clock, Thor versus Strasburg. I mean, wow. You know, that that's a game. Uh, won't be many runs know. scored in that game. Yeah, you know, I'm looking at the total. It's, uh, we got seven there. We'll go through the boards of all the games, but it's so nice. We got the board there. You said it, like Strasburg and Syndergaard. That's a nice uh, start. We get to see Sonny Gray, see how he does with Cincinnati. I'm just looking at the games. Beautiful, beautiful. Like, that's the thing. We have opening day, and then most teams with a little bit of the break, and uh, still some really nice pitching matchups and uh, games today. George, should be a lot of fun. Yeah, that, that Thor-Strasburg matchup, though, that is something uh, – 
I mean, that's a matchup. That's a marquee matchup here. I mean, I'm looking forward to seeing you, Darvish. I shouldn't say looking forward, but I'm curious about you, Darvish, pitching later today uh, against Texas in his first outing after the uh, the surgery. See how he looks here. Paxton makes his debut for the Yankees today. Trevor Bowers on the hill for the Indians and something else uh, I want to see here. Uh, yeah, I just like I I look forward to, uh, to matchups more than anything else. So I'm uh, seeing that. But one thing as far as betting, I mean. Strasburg Syndergaard. I don't expect many uh, many runs to be scored. Over under seven and a half. I, I kind of like that. Yeah, I was. Uh, I saw seven and a half. I see seven on some sites now because even the bookies know a couple days in. Like, remember the first game too was uh, what was it? Degrom there and uh, Scherzer, and it was what a two to nothing game. Cano accounting for Cano Cano accounting for both Mets runs there. So yeah, I could see the same type of game. I mean, actually, I see Washington. They're they're a slight favorite in the game with Strasburg, but uh, I might. Uh, give the Mets a little bit of a look. They were good to me on the opening day, and uh, we'll, we'll see. But uh, you're absolutely correct. I'm just checking out the board right now, trying to find something that I like. It's going to be a great day today, George. I said, you said it. Hockey's winding down, too. I got money on this match play golfer in the Sweet 16 there. We got the, uh, um, the, the, the Elite 8 in the college basketball. Like, this is my favorite time of the year. And then we roll into, uh, for me, like, I love the Masters. It's probably one of my f- favorite sporting events of the year, too. So, yeah, good times all around. I'm in a good mood. It's sunny there. Gloomy here, but I really don't care. Rain, rain, I don't care. I'm inside watching sports anyway, so who cares? <laughs> yeah, I think, we're get, I think we're getting that rain tomorrow here, which could threaten some games there uh, in New York as far as the Yankees are concerned. A uh, little, little rain manana, but uh, nothing going on today. Today should be a beautiful day, so uh, good there. Now, you mentioned earlier Matt Harvey. Uh, pitched pretty well last night. Uh, six innings, two runs. I'm watching the game. Uh, two things come to mind here. One, uh, the two runs he gave up, you know, second baseman didn't help him out. Uh, certainly not an error, but uh, single to right center. And a guy tried to stretch it into a double. Cole Calhoun threw it in. And for some reason, the second baseman cut the ball off. And the throw looked to be on line. You see everybody putting their hands on their head wondering what the hell are you doing here. And it looked like he would have been out if he let that ball go through. And then there's no runs in the, to Matt Harvey there. That's the good news. Bad news is, Cam, one strikeout, Cam. One. That's, yeah, Uno. that's a problem. That's a big problem. Huge, huge problem. And that's the thing. I, I think it's going to be one of those things, uh, George, a little bit of a, a tug of war. Harvey's going to learn how to pitch again. And the problem is, you know, when you're a flamethrower, you have to learn how to nibble. And uh, when you nibble, you're going to have less strikeouts. He understands that's the only way he's going to be effective and get out. So despite being be- better in that area, you know, it's also going to impact the strikeouts. But I think that's a great start for, for Harvey. He was a guy that many people thought was done. And, uh, you know, I, 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 I think we can buy in. A lot of these pitchers, if they can just the, – their worst enemy is themselves. You know, I used to do this. I used to, uh, I, you know, thinking when you're young, oh, I could just throw it right by the guy. Some guys, you just stay in the game. You have to learn how to nibble and do these other things, you know, play to contact, pitch to contact, get ground balls. But that's very concerning. And, you know, in those leagues, like even five strike, four or five strikeouts, one strikeout, that's really, really poor, George. And that's not going to get it done. That's kind of funny. When we look at you, Darvish. That's the guy that we're thinking about. You might keep him around because of strikeouts, right? Like he's the, he's the type of guy that his strikeout numbers before were absolutely uh, stellar, and that's why you draft a guy like you, Darvish, because of the Ks. Yeah, like I said, just does strange to get 1K. 1K in a game yeah. for any pitcher is weird. Six innings, and the Oakland A's, they're a free-swinging team. Swinging we're team. not talking about the, uh, you know, a team that's uh, a contact team. They're trying to hit the ball nine miles. They should be striking out more. Listen, it's one start and might mean nothing. 
Yeah, well, once again, it's just something, before we all jump back on the Matt Harvey uh, train here, just keep in mind, he had one whole strikeout yesterday. One little strikeout. So uh, we'll see what's uh, happening there. Got to like, Harvey. though, there, there was a lot of positive, though. 65.2% uh, pitches for strikes out of the 89.58. That's, that's good, and I, I think if he's patient... Uh, you know, I'm cheering for the guy. I know he could be, a, a, you know, a lot of people don't like Matt Harvey, but it, it's it's nice to see that's baseball, one of those games. It's kind of, it's very similar to when I look at golf, too. You guys who can't go out there and just murder the ball anymore, just take a little bit off your swing, keep it in play, don't worry, you know what I mean? Don't hurt your back, little things like that. Harvey's he's learning over time, okay? I have to become a different pitcher to survive in this game. And I guess pitching in Oakland, too, George, that's a good start. <laughs> Lots of foul ball territory and stuff like that too. Like if you're gonna, I think when you're playing DFS, that's that's what you look for. You almost look for those matchups. If you're gonna get a lower tiered guy, just look at the ballpark a lot of the time too, right? That saves some money and you could usually do well there. Absolutely, you mentioned Oakland, with the exception of maybe Miami, and I even say maybe there is probably yeah. the best pitchers ballpark in uh, baseball, mainly because of what you said, the foul ball, foul territory, a lot, a couple of extra outs a game. On both that would be in the seats, and most uh, most parks are outs in Oakland, the Oakland Coliseum. There, for those wondering, uh, his average, his fastball velocity was 94 last night, so he's still throwing hard. That's good, that's smoke. That's very right. good. That's very he's good. still throwing hard. Uh, so, if he learns how to pitch and be a pitcher, not a thrower, he can yep. do damage. You know, he, so we saw CC about there, right? He used, to throw, he used to throw the ball 95 plus, and he became a pitcher who now throws 89, 90, and he's still successful because he pitches. Like I said, moving the ball in, out, up, yep. down, change speeds. They keep the hitters off balance here. Don't always rely. You can uh, blow the ball by people. So Matt Harvey, uh, interesting last night. I got him in a, I have him in a couple of leagues, Cam, so I'm for rooting you. for the guy. Me too. But uh, I said, I, I don't know if he's the uh, the end all to be all there. Uh, that was the good news for the Angels. They also won the game, so good news there. Bad news. Yeah, good news. I, I bet them too, George, so triple play. Uh, but Triple but there good is, news. There is, there is bad news coming and uh, the up to news, correct? Bad yeah, news. yeah, that 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 hurts fantasy owners. That hurts. Uh, I, I don't know if at camp. I don't know if there's anything more frustrating to a fantasy owner. Uh, Corey Knebel, now Justin Upton, when players get hurt before game one. You know, and I'm not talking about play. You know, oh, this is the 25th man on your roster. Who cares? I mean, Justin no, Upton was an outfielder guys. too. Yeah. Knebel was a, a closer one, and now we've lost these guys. Uh, Upton, eight to twelve weeks. Whew, wow, that's rough. And I guess uh, my first question for you is. You're in a league with no uh, no IL spots. Remember, it's injured list now, not disabled list. Yes, correct. Uh, you're in a league with no IL slots, and these le- uh, I play in a league that doesn't have it. Are you holding on to them? Uh, I think you do. It, it, it happened to so early in the season. Upton, may, maybe on the positive end, it is eight weeks instead of 12. George, I think you can hold on to them. I was going to ask you what other guys on the team, like for, for me and for me and my league, it's a little bit different than you, but we can go on the waiver wire and pick up uh, a guy like Bourgeois. And, uh, who else do they pick up? Goodwin. Uh, a couple other guys from that team if you, from the Angels who's going to get playing time instead of Upton. But I think at 8 to 12 weeks, this early in the season, I am still going to keep him around. I think uh, he is a, he is important. I don't know what your take on the situation is, but it is a long time. It, it, it's something you have to think about because twelve if twelve weeks on the bat at three months that's a long, that's a hell of a long time, and uh, you might not have time, George. If you're if you're in your league and you're looking at your statistics and things are going well, you sometimes you have to take action. But I'm saying for now, I will put him on uh, on the list. What do you think? I I think that's the smart thing for now. You keep him. If yeah. you need the roster spot, well, then, then you got to jab. Yeah, see ya. Right. Then you might have to, uh, to read, rejigger some things. You could be the optimist and hope he's out eight weeks. 
You know, the, yeah. uh, that could very well happen. We don't know. Nobody knows. Generally, I'm more the pessimist, and I assume it'll be closer to 12, and that's if everything goes well. Uh, and 12 puts them out three months because you can do the math, April, May, June, and we'll see around the All-Star break. You know, that's a long time. It and is. then we all, you also have to assume when he comes back, he comes back to be Justin Upton. Yeah, it's another. It's a, there's a lot of wishful thinking here. This is why I have no problem holding on to him for now. But if I need that spot, and it's in April, I mean, if I need the spot in late June, that's a completely different story here. I can, I can wait a couple of weeks. But if I need the spot in April or early May, where it's still he's two months out, yeah, he may have to go. It's why I can I one of my major pet peeves. I believe you should have unlimited IL slots, unlimited, because I don't think you should be punished, or I should be punished. For having an injured player that's actually on the IL, I think yeah. IL should only be for players on the actual on the IL, not I for being out. I agree I, with I, you. It happened to me in fantasy football too. One year it was just crazy. Like, you know, I had all quarterbacks hurt. Like every guy I drafted, it was just like in a small league with my buddies, but still like hurt, hurt, hurt. I'm like, this is bull. This is BS. Like, why should I? Why should I be penalized? Everyone says, well, that's luck. Like nothing was cha- nothing was changed about it, and and it, and it should have been. And I'm with you. Like. You draft these guys. You can't control what's happening. But say you have horribly bad luck, and you're the guy who has Kniebel, Upton, uh, Jeanette. Like you, you, you could be that one guy who's a total sucker. You're like, oh my god, all my guys are out like extended lengths of time. That's just not fair. That's 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 just horrible luck. You know what I mean? And I'm with you. I agree. I think there should be a hell of a lot of extra extra spots in in, in those situations because it's not right. Sometimes you can't even field the team and. That's it's a problem, and you know in baseball, George, the way it is, there's going to be guys out all the time. There's times you look at your league, injured list, injured list, injured list, injured list, injured list. It's a it's a nightmare. Putting a roster together sometimes can be very difficult. We're at, we're we're only at the start of the season too. What's going to happen when we're starting when we're really cooking? Bad things. Guys get hurt a lot. It's a major pet peeve of mine, and I'll tell you why. Uh, because you mentioned part of it. I don't think anyone should be penalized because they've had hurt players. As long as they're legitimately on the IL, yeah. they have a hurt player. And But this is the, also the reason I don't like it. Let's say Cam and I are playing in a league together. I'm getting screwed with injuries. Cam, hey, he's living the good life. No one's gotten hurt on Cam's team. Well, I have too many injuries. I only have limited IL slots or no IL slots. I now have to release, let's say, Justin Upton. Cam goes, ha! I don't have any injuries. I'll claim Justin Upton. Yep, just screw you know, you I, again. I, right. You get screwed so I, twice. You get screwed <laughs> twice. Not, not only did a, I lose that player, <laughs> but Cam, not damn right, not in a good way. But Cam grabbed the player, and that, that just like what, what? You know, wh- why would you want to hurt? I, mean, I, I want to take as much luck out of the game as possible and make it more to skill. And listen, being injury is bad luck. And why should Cam be rewarded and me be hurt? You know, it just doesn't make any sense to me. Like I said, I don't believe you should be able to put players on the IL when they're having, you know, they're out or have that little flag. You know, they, they need to be legitimately on the IL. A team had to put them on the IL. And then I think you're fine here. I, th- I think that's the way the rule should be here. I know some disagree with me. Some, uh, well, if you do that, then there's not many players on the waiver wire list. There's not many players on the waiver wire list anyway. All right, I don't want to, I think it's garbage. Yeah. Complete garbage. I mean, why are we penalizing somebody for being hurt? I mean, then, you know, then luck's a factor again of who's got the healthiest team. It already comes down to who has the healthiest team anyway. Also, that team's going to yeah, do very usually well does. You, usually the email at the end of the year is some guy congratulating the champion of your league. Great, great, great season, Jerry. It's nice. You were the only guy that didn't have multiple players hurt, but congratulations. Like, sure, the guy did a good job, obviously, but let's let's not BS anybody here. It uh, It's usually the guy who has no injuries. It's not even about drafting a lot it of the is. time. So, it, it, it's luck is a factor. Listen, Cam, well, huge hockey. Factor. You and I, you and I know hockey. I play in head to head head to head hockey leagues, 
How many teams do you think this? And there's no answer to this question, by the way. So this is a rhetorical question. But how many teams do you think this season, in head-to-head leagues, riding high, because their goaltenders, Mark Andre Fleury and Ben Bishop, great seasons for both guys, and now both guys have missed the fantasy playoffs. Playoffs. Yeah, and exactly. You, and you lost. It's what and we you t- bye bye. Remember, we were doing our we're, we were doing our football show uh, show there too, George. And remember the same thing. Like all the guys, I remember the week the playoffs started in most leagues. Every single star player shit the bed, or they rest them because they knew they were going to the playoffs. Teams like the Rams, teams like the Chiefs. All of a sudden, the only guy and, and Saquon Barkley, I think, had one of his worst days. I remember that day was like in the mist and rain. He looked like crap that day. And we were talking it over with. Uh, the guys on our show, like everybody who like he was undefeated, wasn't uh, wasn't Chris undefeated? And then I look at his team, ding, 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 hurt, 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 dead, dead, dead. You're gone. He gone. Like you know what I mean? And thanks for the season. You know, I worked up to a perfect record, and now I'm done. That's why now when I look at football drafts, you almost don't want to look at the team like who could run the table and who go perfect. You want those kind of teams that go, oh, okay, we have bad players that are going to kind of fight to the end. We have nothing to lose. As insane as that sound, it sounds. You have to think about things like that. When your team's too good, you're resting, guys. <laughs> it's a nightmare. It's, it's why, listen, I, 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 listen, I like head-to-head leagues. They're fun, yep. but they're luck. You need to be playing yep. the right team at the right time. You never know what's going to happen. Rotisserie leagues, points leagues, those are the fairest. Those are the best team is going to, generally is going to win those leagues. But, uh, yeah, head-to-head leagues. Like I said, that hockey thing, it just, it just dawned on me the other day. that uh, I, I can imagine there's hundreds, if not thousands, of teams that probably had Bishop and Flurry. Yep. And now Flurry hasn't played in almost two weeks. Bishop got hurt this week again after being hurt last week. And you lost your top two goalies and you probably lost in your championship week. Yep. And, yeah, and, and those guys, they're on a Tootsie Roll, too. Like the Dallas Dallas started beat Calgary, everybody. And, yeah, we'll talk about this a little bit later in the show, George. I know we got uh, games coming up at 1 o'clock, too, and we're going to go through the betting board. But I just find it absolutely hilarious. Like, you guys, I'm going to tell you something. Even if you don't like hockey or bet hockey, listen to me and George what we say. Teams are minus 350 and just crapping themselves heading into the playoffs. The Sharks have lost seven straight games, George. <laughs> They, they can't beat anybody. At, no, at minus 350, minus 400. Like, it's insane. Like, I'm telling you, if you have discipline and, and, and you want to bet on something, you put $100 down on, on a dog in hockey, like, you could get rich in, like, a, literally a weekend right now, the way things are happening. It's nuts. It's kind of like when the Yankees are, you lose, you know, at minus 380 when they get swept for a series by but by that really horrible team, like it happens once in a once in a blue moon. But man, if it does, you can make a lot of money real quick. It's crazy times right now, George. <laughs> it is. It, I mean, you mentioned the uh, the San Jose Sharks. I mean, oh, they're seven straight. I've been Martin betting against. I was, I was on sucks. Chicago that I was on Chicago that night. It was like it was amazing. I'm like, this is great. They 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 five to four. I'm getting a team at plus three hundred and change, and I'm watching Martin Jones try to save pucks. The guy's worse than my shinny goalie. Down at down at the at the local rink, that, San Jose. We have futures on those guys, George. They got to do. Jones is a real real issue. They can't win. Like he he's bad. He's it, they bad. they may be the best team in uh in the Western Conference, but you're not winning with that goalie. Nope, you're just not here. Nope. All right. Uh, a couple little uh, quick little uh, notes here. Starling Marte is will play today for the Pittsburgh Pirates. Missed nice. uh, game one opening day because of a uh, migraine headache. Hunter Strickland needs an MRI for his shoulder. Oh. More closer problems, Cam. Right More closer, closer problems. Not good news. We don't have problems, though. Cam and George, Weekend Fantasy Update. We're back right after this. 
From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Jimi Hendrix to get everybody going this morning. Sean, Sean's on fire. Sean's always on fire. Yeah, he is. He does play a great selection of music. I think, well, we have about, what, nine, ten ins and outs. I think there may be one song a week, uh, one song a show that I'm like, all right, I could do without that. But other than that, Sean's, Sean's on the money. <laughs> and please, nice com- compared to what I've had, I'll take that in a, in a heartbeat here. Uh, weekend fantasy update. Cam and George here. Braves have posted their starting lineup for today's game. Only th- uh, real thing of interest there is Acuna is batting fourth today, not leadoff. Hmm. So uh, some people are worried about that. Oh, he's going to bat first. He won't run as much, won't drive in as many runs. And uh, I would agree. I think that might be a problem here. But Acuna is batting fourth today. Enciarte, Donaldson, Freeman, Acuna, Marquecas, Alves, Flowers, Swanson, and Bryce Wilson starting here. So I guess Acuna owners can uh, relax a little bit after opening day. He's not. Uh, he's batting in, the, in his uh, – and where I think he should be. Because he bats fourth there, it's perfect for the Braves. Lefty righty, lefty righty, yep. lefty righty, and uh, most teams love to have that sort of breakdown there. So uh, that's going on there. Cam, one thing I've noticed: uh, first couple of days of baseball, uh, you want to count the Japan games, fine. Uh, a lot of home runs, Cam. Oh, a yeah. lot of home you, runs, Cam. You called it, man. Like we when we were doing like our futures and, and things before, like it was like we looked at some of the home runs, and I I, I wrote down my list, George, and I. You know, deferred to you with the, with with some of these guys, and you know, I like to play more betting baseball on a day to day basis. But I do have some futures and props too. It's something you know we do. It's just a long investment. But yeah, Goldschmidt with the three home runs right there. Chris Davis has already, I think, got uh, three. There's all yeah, and, and and look look what time of the year it is. What's going to happen when uh, the when the weather heats up? We can tell you one thing. There's parks where that ball's going to sail even more right now. It's very, very interesting. You're right. The power game is back, George Kurtz, and uh, there's going to be a lot of guys with career-high uh, home run numbers if they stay healthy there, and uh, a lot a lot of overs. We'll see how Vegas adjusts to this. I always like to, you know, to look, to look at these totals and see once they uh, once they adjust because some of these seven-and-a-halfs, eight-and-a-halfs, boom, one, one swing of the bat, you're going, wow, there's a couple of games. I remember the totals were seven-and-a-half. We got five runs in the first inning. You're sitting going, oh, this is this is a good start. <laughs> Great start that was, over. <laughs> that was the point to be made there, Cam. You already said overs. Yeah. Uh, do you, uh, I, I, the question I was going to bring to you is, do you think this is something we need to take advantage of right now oh, before definitely. they make their adjustments? Definitely. Like, Vegas is full of very, very smart people, George. Like, you know, and I, I, I admire doing the show with you on the weekend. You're teaching me a lot about, the, you know, the numbers in baseball. I've always been, like, a baseball better, but I bet all the other sports. But looking at things, I'm more of a sides guy. I like to bet on teams, but totals I've really started to focus in on a lot more. And, yes, we do have to take advantage of this now because Vegas, once they lose for, like, about a two or three days, in a row where they start to 
see trends in their empirical data and they put it into their supercomputer, lines will be adjusted. Seven and a half will become eight and eight and a half. Nines, nine and a half, tens, even more. You might even factor it more in the summer with uh, stadiums, Philadelphia, Yankee Stadium, uh, with the White Sox. A lot of stadiums are boom. There's going to be just runs, 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 and more runs scored. This is happening now. So other than looking at these games, like we, we looked at uh, a nice pitching matchup between uh, the Washington Nationals and the Mets, which uh, I don't be looking at overs in that game. A lot of these other ones with average pitchers going with low numbers. Yeah, like I'm looking right now, seven and a half, McHugh and Glasnow, you know, and Mr. Anderson, Pena. Yeah, a lot of these numbers, like I would have put these numbers a lot higher than they are. So it's something we should look at. And, uh, yeah, it's, it, it's happening. It's happening in a, in a lot of sports. It just seems like there's less defense, more runs, and that's the way the commissioners like it, right, George? Kind of like sex and everything. Hey, more. More is better. We prefer runs. And, and chicks lo- dig the long ball instead of a good pitching duel, which I kind of really enjoyed between the Mets and Nationals uh, opening day. You know, in a good pitching duel, it, it's, it's more drama. I love it. I love it. everything is important. You get a single. Oh, my God, you get a steal exactly. second. Maybe a single gets him. You know, it's just more drama there. And I, not that I don't like high-scoring games. Sure, I do. Of course. Yeah, fun you like it all. Too. You're like me. Uh, you know, we like uh, meat on the pizza. I can do this. Yeah, I, I like it all, right? You, you bring it out to me, I'm eating it. Like, there's different ways to like different games. And um, But I'm just saying, George, this is happening now, and the weather's even going to get crazier. So, yeah, it's something we should uh, keep on top of, especially the home runs, a couple of guys on base. Boom. Blowing up the total. Now, the biggest, uh, the highest uh, overs today are Atlanta, Philadelphia. Bryce Wilson versus Nick Pavetta. That's at nine. Uh, the Yankees aren't at nine. They're at eight and a half, which is intriguing to me somewhat. Mm. Detroit Tigers, Toronto Blue Jays, Turnbull versus Sanchez. That's also at nine. And the Cubs and Rangers playing in that where the ball flies out of in Texas. Darvish versus Volquez also at nine. So we have three games at nine. Everything else. Over under nine. Everything else is less than that. You, do you know, uh, George, you're pretty smart. Dick. Can you tell me about this guy Guy going for the Tigers today, Turnbull? You know anything about him? Yeah, he sucks. <laughs> all right. <laughs> That's pretty much all you need to know. Uh, <laughs> I, think, I think we got our promo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sanchez versus Turnbull. You know Turnbull? Yeah, yeah, he, he blows. He sucks. Okay. <laughs> pretty much your, <laughs> your default answer to a Tiger can just uh, sucks. <laughs> if you've you never heard of him, sucks. Because they're, they're, listen, they're a bad team. It's eight Tigers and a half there, too. Bad and, team. And Sanchez, you know, he's no, like, he, he's good. But he the Tigers will get a couple runs out. You're right. I'm looking at these numbers. Ugh, they all they all seem a, a, a little bit low to me. And uh, you got Rodriguez and Leaky Roof for Seattle. That's a that's a late game tonight. Even Darvish and uh, Volquez. Well, you know what? That's I think that's going to be my game. It's an eight oh five start. Darvish and Volquez. Volquez he puts guys on base. This guy's base on balls, man. Boom. And at Texas, pew pew. Cubs and Rangers. I don't care if it's nine and a half. They're going to have fourteen runs in that game. Yeah, I expect I expect uh, runs to be scored in that game as well. How about lineups going on today? Uh, net uh, Nets Nets. Yeah, how nets. about the Mets and Nationals? <laughs> New Jersey Nets. <laughs> New Jersey back. Nets. Yeah. Yeah. The Nets. <laughs> Oopsie. Uh, that's that. That's the game where uh, DFS. I'm not playing any Mets and Nationals uh, today. I think no. that's going to. As far as hitters, by the way, I can certainly be talking to Thor or uh, Strasburg here. Uh, Nemo, Alonso, Cano, Conforto, Ramos batting fifth, McNeil in left field, not third base. Rosario, J.D. Davis gets a start at third base. You know, it's funny, J.D. Davis. If this wasn't against Strasburg. Might have been a sneaky DFS play for me. Uh, Somebody yeah. I could have uh, thought about it. One interesting note for the Nationals, Strasburg batting eighth, Victor Robles batting ninth. Huh. I don't get that. No, I don't like that either. 
I don't teams, really. I, teams do that a lot more these days. I find than in other times where they put the pitcher in the eight hole. I don't. I, they. Why do they do that, George? Like why? The theory is, uh, you know, get robots eat and turn when it's the nine yeah. nine one two. But but the thing is, in baseball, the over the course of a season, the ninth place batter will bat about thirty times less than the eighth place batter. And I understand it probably doesn't matter because Strasburg will be out by the time that extra bad bat comes yeah. in anyway, and they'll have a pinch hitter in there. But Victor Robles will be better than any pinch hitter you have. It's like, oh, maybe Matt Adams, you can make an argument there. But uh, so I, I don't really like that. I think that's. Uh, I tend to think that's overmanaging when teams do this. Yeah, I, I I agree with you, and and you you just proved the point. You did the mathematics. If the mathematics say that, then you know what I mean. Uh, I'm with you on that one. Why not? It's just yeah, that's that's the thing. Guys overthink stuff a lot of the time. Just put them in the put them in the nine hole. Don't be don't don't be a stooge. Are you a DH guy, or you want to get rid of a DH? I used to be. Uh, I've ch- you actually changed my mind on this topic. I was for. The thing is, I really like those games that we talk about. Like I like National League Baseball when you know what I mean. You, you when you score a run, like it's very very hard. Zero zero in the fifth inning. It does get frustrating though when I'm watching, going, oh, it's an automatic out here. We got base. Here comes the pitcher. You can't take him out that early in the game. That's the, he's doing too good. He's mowing guys down. I I, I used to be for p- pitchers hitting, but now I'm for the universal DH. But you said it, George. Both leagues. You can't do one without the other. It's not like the National Football League. We play with a, 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 a not pigskin. We play with a, a ball made of glass or something. It, it has to be. You know what I mean? Say, yeah, yeah. We'll throw. We'll, we'll throw the flower holder there. No, it has to be the same. The same. The same. The same. And it's it's actually insane to me when you're thinking. I, the more I thought about it, it's just like, yeah, National League, American League. We meet in the World Series. It has to be the same. Like I know you want to di- differentiate things, but it just doesn't work. It doesn't fly with me. You actually sold me. I, I, but I do love. I love to see a good old pitcher's duel. But I, it's frustrating when you have uh, uh, guys on base. You know what I mean? And it's just like, oh, here we go, rally killer. That next inning, you know. So yeah, DH. I'm for the DH. Yeah, I just think it's you know Strasburg and Syndergaard today. They're going to go over six. Probably with five strikeouts, yeah, maybe one exactly. a, a ground just, ball, do a It's an automatic out, right? Hey, it's just it's just silly in my mind. It's just silly. The automatic. I mean, I know we all find it funny when you get the the hitter, uh, the pitcher who hits, and he's so far outside the batter's but you think he's scared. But and I, I, I okay, it's funny to music, but it's also stupid. I mean, come on, they don't. These guys aren't trained for this. Yeah, you know, I know some are. Some some pitchers are nice, good hitters, but it's a rarity. You know, it's something that's something that we see every day. I, I would get rid of it. But that's just me. All right, Yankees, uh, Baltimore. I don't think we really care about the Baltimore lineup. Not really anything there to worry about. Villar's leading off, not batting third today for those who uh, care. Yankees, uh, pretty much a standard lineup here. Andujar's DHing, not playing third base. DJ LeMayhew gets his first start of the year. No Greg Bird in today's lineup, despite a home run on opening day. Yeah, I'm looking at the line here. It's it's just crazy. I'm like, yeah, like that, that's the best thing. You got you got the Yankees versus the Orioles. Like you can't even take the Yankees almost in a parlay now. At minus three eight. I saw opened up at three seventy, you know, three sixty up to three eighty. Paxton versus Carnes. Um, total eight and a half here on my book. Uh, yeah, it's it's Yankees minus one and a half or nothing for me uh, there, George. I know they're not going to win all these games by multiple runs, but. Man, that lineup's lethal. And I just look at Baltimore Carnes with that lineup. That's a train wreck. That's a dumpster fire. Yeah, this, this, is, uh, this is not going to go well for Baltimore. Uh, listen, the entire season's not going to go well for Baltimore. What's their over-under on wins? I got them love uh, 59 100 losses. Yeah, I got them with 100, at least 100 losses. Uh, they're a bad team. Miami's a bad team. Detroit, bad team. If you look at the teams to bet against during the year, uh, yes, not today. The spread's too high. Minus, I got minus 375 here, so... Uh, 
yeah, I can't really go for that. Listen, even bad teams do beat. You think uh, we say they can lose 100 games. Well, in football, that's 6-10. and 10. Yeah, I know. Nobody, no, no baseball team goes 2-14. and 14. So these teams are going to win about one of every four games somewhere around there. One of every, the thing is, it's one probably not going to be against the Yankees, George. It's Baltimore will squeak out a few against the Blue Jays, maybe the Rays. You know what I mean? Like, that's the thing. But doing it up against Boston and the, the Yankees is a hell of a lot tougher. But also, laying 380, it's really not in my DNA. It either has to be parlayed or uh, played on the run line. Yankees minus one and a half. You're still, when you're dealing with a, a number that big, you're still paying major juice on the minus one and a half. Yeah, indeed, you are. I think it's, uh, if I look correctly, if I remember correctly, it's minus 200 for the Yankees as far as the run line is concerned. Wow. Indeed, it is on a site yep. that I'm on. Yep. Okay, uh, Pirates, Reds. Uh, rain here. If you're playing DFS, you're going to use any Pirates or Reds in your lineup. I mentioned Starling Marte, uh, back of a lineup, batting second today. Uh, there's like a 75% chance of precipitation, so uh, could have some delays. Now, Cam, when it comes to rain, I know for me, the first thing I think of when I think rain is, okay, I don't think, I, I don't automatically think rain out. I think a uh, pitch, starting pitcher may come out early, you know, because there's a rain delay. That means you can't go back in. Not that you're starting Trevor Williams or Sonny Gray today, and you're dying, but, you know, if you had better pitches, this is what I'm going to be careful about in, uh, as far as DFS is concerned. Where if I, even if I was thinking about starting Sonny Gray or Trevor Williams, all right, probably not now. Now i got to go find someplace, somebody else, because I don't want to take a chance. Sure, the game is played, but after the third inning, they had a, you know an hour and 15-minute rain delay, and I had Trevor Williams in my lineup, and he didn't return. Then I lost those points here. So that's one thing I will take into consideration. Obviously, if I hear there's going to be storms all day for hours upon hours, well, then I'm not starting anyone. But I tend to think uh, it could be a delay here. So anyway, for the yep. uh, Pirates, I mentioned Marte's uh, back in, batting second. Uh, everything else is pretty standard here. Young Ho Kong bat, uh, batting sixth, playing third base. Milky Cabrera, he was signed late, very late, actually. He was batting seventh and playing right field. For the Reds, Sheb Lovato, Puig's batting third. Matt Kemp, fifth, Suarez. You know, your standard lineup here, it's uh, it's day two of the season here. So, uh, Pittsburgh Pirates Reds. Do you care? Oh, excuse me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. God bless. Uh, yeah, yeah. God bless I you. Thank, thank you, George. I was just sneezing there. I do care. And you bring up you bring up a good point. It's something that you factor in. I'm just uh, taking a look at the Daily Roto Optimizer right now. And, yeah, when it is when it is raining, it's something you definitely have to think about. Even when the game starts, if it's a serious delay, you're, a guy's not going to go as long. Athletes are, uh, as you know, man. They're creatures of habit. Like, they're just sitting there. They're ready to rock. And then what do you got to go? Down in the dugout and play cards for a couple hours? Oh, okay. Now now we're back. Yeah, it's, it's something definitely, definitely, definitely to think about, buddy. Like, uh, it's something I play into consideration, too. And that that's the worst is when you get the rain rain delay. When you, you start a game under a drizzle, then it gets heavy with, like, one of those guys out there, too. And if he's a, if a, if he's a very good pitcher, he doesn't come back. It's tough. Now, if you're playing DFS today, you're looking for pitchers who I'd think about starting. I mean, first of all, it's Cleveland, Minnesota. The game time temperature, 34 degrees. It's funny. Yeah, you mentioned that. I'm looking at the optimizer right now. And uh, James Paxton, obviously, with the Yankees against Baltimore. You know, that computer loves him. Trevor Bowers in the two-hole, though. Uh, yep. You know, he's uh, up, uh, up, up over Eduardo Rodriguez. Degrees. Yeah. Yep. Uh, 34 that. degrees. That's freaking cold for oh, baseball. 34 degrees Listen, is, ba- it's zero. 30, 32, 32 is zero, correct? Yeah, yeah that's exactly yes. what it is. So it's basically almost not even like one degree. 
That's crazy. So I don't want to hear about you Canadians and your Celsius. Okay? <laughs> what about right. you guys? You guys are the only ones on the other way. The system, know, the world, but America. Sorry. I, you're right in a lot of instances, George, but just join the party. It's it's simpler that way. I love you when like I gotta ga- go ahead. You got gallons. We got leaders. But I, I still did. the. It's great for me because I still do the American. I know the American and the Canadian, right? Like my thermostat. It's in, uh, yeah, like it said, same same type of thing, like 60, 66, whatever. It's in, it's in uh, the the proper way, you know, not uh, Celsius. It's in Fahrenheit. I I have Alexa, and I use it more to convert than anything else. You know, Alexa, convert yeah. thirty four degrees Fahrenheit to Celsius because I, I need to know yes. sometimes because that's what people are talking about. But uh, yeah, so uh, thirty four degrees, and I'll tell you, all right, Bauer's an easy choice there. But you know, if you're in one of these DFS, we got to start two starting pitchers. Oder is he starting from Minnesota today? This is the lineup he's going against here, Cam. This is the Cleveland Indians lineup. Playoff team last couple of years. Team we expect to make, be the, make the playoffs this year. This is their lineup today. Leonis Martin, Jose Ramirez, Tyler McQueen, Carlos Santana, Hanley Ramirez, Jake Bowers, Roberto Perez, Brad Miller, Max Morolf. I know they're missing Francisco Lindor. I get it. But you've got to be kidding me with this lineup. Yeah, I was actually thinking about taking Minnesota today. Uh, I worry about Bauer, how good he is. Uh, you bring up a good point. Maybe we should get the under in this game. Trevor Bauer's a good pitcher. Odorizzi will be able to shut down that lineup. Uh, looking at the way on Daily Roto, too, he's kind of like a, a mid-range guy. I think he offers a lot of value there. Know what I was surprised at, George? How high uh, Jake Junis is. He's basically... What has he got? We got Paxton, Bauer, Rodriguez, Strasburg, McHugh, and Junis. Junis for Kansas City, uh, they like him a lot today. Calling him one of the best value plays behind Paxton. Interesting. Yeah, 41 degrees in Kansas City. Not much, not all that much warmer. Uh, Sox do a better lineup here. Uh, Mancada, Abreu, Alonzo, Eloy Jimenez. Uh, we'll talk more about Jimenez, by the way, and also Fernando Tatis later on in the show here. But uh, I can see why Junis would be going to value in DFS. Once again, second starter. If you're looking for to save some money, maybe to go for hitting someplace else, I can see this uh, with Jacob Junis because, once again, I think it's an, it's another very good pitcher's day as far as 41 degrees, cold. I mean, baseball's – I know, oh, it's 41, suck it up. You can say that all you want. Baseball's yeah. not meant to be played in cold weather. It's just no. not. Rattles brutal, the hands and right. Yeah, it hurts, man. Like I say, thing is, you do it. You know, the guys are athletes, but no, it's not. It's a hell of a lot more fun playing the game on a hot, beautiful summer day with a little breeze. Yeah, anybody who's played baseball, man, you hit the, you hit a fastball or any kind of ball at the end of the bat or right on the handle. You get those bees, man. Yeah, your feet, I know. your hands don't they start. Kill. Oh, they, those are, that's awful. Just an awful feeling here. But we'll, we're not going to give you any more awful feelings. Weekend fantasy update. Cam and George, Sean Engel behind the glass, we'll be back.